Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. This is the latest uh, Melchester Odyssey. We're looking back at Roy the Rovers. Best of the 1980s. 208 pages of absolute glory. It is a joyous book if you grew up. Loving Roy the Rovers. Or Even if you, if didn't, you didn't. If you didn't. You, you know, if you can't if you buy lo- into this, then if you love football. You, you're dead from the neck down. If you love or neck football. Up. I'm not sure which it is. You love football and you have an interest in the human condition. Oh, yeah. That's me. Then you're going to love this book. Mm-hmm. Totally. Right, we are at 24th of January, 1981 um, edition. I know that because we've got the front cover here Roy mm. has got the front cover because the, the Melchester story wasn't always on the front cover every no. few weeks it was and it's this is one of those is. weeks yeah. and it's, it's the first um, frame from the how the story continues on and it says on the front here Melchester Rovers were fighting to get out of the relegation zone and Roy had shocked his fans by signing aging midfielder Nat Grandad Gosden oh. now you see it started off with the fans just calling him Grandad now and even now, the fucking authors the, have jumped the, the on the bandwagon nicknamed him Grandad yeah. But he doesn't give a fuck, does he, nah. Gosden? He doesn't care. He's like, yeah, bring it on. I've got 10 kids. I'm still getting my end away at the age of 62. There's no problem in that department, let me tell you. It's fucking okay, like, it's like solid steel. Yeah. <laughs> He's just obsessed with his own erectile <laughs> situation. <laughs> fucking hell, it's like a flag post. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but- See many how many fucking grandads can keep ploughing all fucking night before a match. <laughs> Not only, many. Form a queue. There's only one. Yeah, like uh, see Clive Dunn's fucking cock. <laughs> Would you? No, I'm, I'm metaphorically. Met- no, not, not you know metaphorically. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it though, <laughs> and um, and put in seventeen year old Walter Williams in goal. Seventeen. I've got fucking scars. You're older than that. You cunt. <laughs> Uh, but the newcomers played well against league leaders Carford City and with only a few minutes left another astute pass from Gosden He's over, Gosden's overhauled this team hasn't he no one's talking about Jeff Giles anymore are they no, no it's all way. about the Gosden he's finally put the ghost of Giles to bed yeah. he's exercised him from the club thank God I can't wait for Gosden to leave because he'll get one of them uh, black tie dinners yeah. to say goodbye like Jeff Giles alright here we are again yeah. Same old fucking nonsense. <laughs> Awake for the dead. Come on, say your bit, then we can get going. Say your bit, we'll give you a clock and we can all fuck off. <laughs> fuck off down the feathers. Fucking, dad, to get this dry cleaned again. There's another fucking pointless 20 quid from Sketchley's. <clears throat> in Sketchley's fucking pockets. <laughs> it could be in mine. Um, a stupid pass from Gosden sent Roy clear. Roy's knocked the ball into the box. Ah, uh, the crowd shout. And there's the cross. The ball's dropping just right for Blackie Gray. 
He's timed his run perfectly. And then at the bottom right, it says continued on colour pages inside. Colour pages, yeah. We'll have some of that. the Roy story was in the colour pages yeah. back then. The whole thing wasn't. I don't know when it went full colour. I'm not that bothered. Uh, here we go. Blackie, perhaps the finest header of a football in the first division. Ooh. I didn't know that. Good to know. Uh, made perfect contact. 3-1 to Melchester. It must be, shouted a fan in that millisecond of time between Blackie Gray heading it and it reaching its destination. Yeah. The keeper looks a lot like Peter Shilton. He does, yeah. Classic goalkeeper look that, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, Doesn't look unlike Dino Zoff. Uh, yeah, there's an element of that as well, isn't and there? Yeah. Slightly like Fabio a young Fabio Capello. Mm-hmm. And um there's another one but I can't think of who it is. And then the ball John Burridge. Yeah. Keep them coming. Mm. Incredibly, the ball struck the angle of crossbar and upright. Oh. And it rebounds right into the keeper's arms. The stanchion. He... No, is the stanchion not the bit in the back? Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah, because yeah. Trevor Tr- Tr- Brooklyn scored a goal for England. And it's stuck in, it the stuck in the yeah, stanchion. Yeah, it against Hungary. Yeah. Yeah. Never forget that. It's stuck in mid-air. That's, oh, my that's, God. That's fucking Brooklyn all over, though. Yeah, I'll put it in a stanchion. Yeah, there you go. He's, he's skillful, but also precise. Yeah, of course. Oof. Do you know Shows why he did it? He said he did it to save the goalkeeper from having to bend down and pick the ball yeah, up. Yeah, of course. Feeling sorry for him. He's a gentleman. <laughs> and a scholar. Mm. So, oof! The keeper shouts as the ball lands in his arms. Uh, with time running out, the Carford goalkeeper didn't hesitate. And he just boots the living daylights out of the ball. Good picture, that. I like that. Yeah, it's great. Good bit of illustration. He smacked it straight up the park. A tremendous up and under. Uh, he knows this is City's last chance to equalise. Oh, God. I'm worried about where this is going. Yeah, I get really nervous. Yeah. For once, Rovers' defence seemed to have the ball well covered. Oh, shit. Mm. For once. All yours, Vic. That's Vic Guthrie. Uh, good positioning by Guthrie, shouts the crowd. He's got all the time in the world to bring the ball under control. They might as well just say, what could possibly go wrong yeah. here? <laughs> Nothing. That's Nothing. what. We might as well go on well now. Leave. Three points in that. Two in points the in the bag. Yeah. And then, oh, hang on. Then, as Nat Gosden let out a yell, and Gosden shouts, Vic, use your head to try to clear the ball. Don't try to trap it on this greasy surface. Ooh. Again, that's a big sentence for a very short yeah, period of time. Ball, I mean, the ball is descending from quite a high way up. I suppose, yeah. So it gives him time to but, give quite detailed instructions. As you've just said there, it, this confuses Vic Guthrie, who goes, Ooh! Ooh. and then, Ack! he slips and loses the ball. Uh, it looks like it's bounced off his heel, and it's put it right through into the path of the Carford striker. Guthrie slipped and lost the ball. Now's your chance, City. So City striker nips in between the defenders, blasts it towards the goal. To each, shouts the crowd. No, the kid's done it again. And of course, Walter Williams, who has turned from a gibbering wreck uh, into the world's greatest goalkeeper overnight, basically, or, mm. you know, in the space of two games. Uh, the crowd shouts, saved Walter Williams. So we turn the page. Has he saved it? But young Walter had done well enough to get a hand, to, to even get a hand to the ball, and it's trickling on towards the line. So you've got Vic Guthrie running there to clear it off the line. 
But you've also got Duncan Mackay trying to do the same thing. Oh, the two of them collide. Man. The ball comes off one of them. What a fucking mess it's this is. It's a shit show, this defence, isn't it? Absolute shit. Fucking hell. Uh, Guthrie shouts, Gaia! Um, uh, Duncan Mackay doesn't say anything no, he's but some silent. cunt in the crowd goes it's there it's in go and the caption it says the equaliser Carford 2 Melchester Rovers fucking sickening isn't it a last yeah. minute equaliser against your team I mean when I read this my heart was in my mouth mm. because Blackie had nearly put the game to bed he was millimetres away from putting the game to bed he goes That's straight it. up the other That's end it. it all hinges on you know, fine margins. Fine isn't margins, it? and it's just fucking typical. And we've all seen that when it's a last-minute equaliser, it can be as much a punch in the stomach as a fucking last-minute winner for the opposition. And I mean, what we're three games into the season? It's the twenty-fourth of January. They're not going to have a lot of time to get out of this relegation battle. Yeah. Uh, and as even as the Carford players celebrated, there's the whistle. It's all over. What a game! Some prick says a fair result in the end. But Melchester really threw a point away. <laughs> fucking twat. And Guthrie fucking Enraged starts throwing Guthrie. his throwing his toys out pan characteristically. Have you seen Gosden's hair? Gosden has yeah, got. It's gone uh, mad. He's normally got a bit of a comb over because he's quite a ball, but it's it's everywhere. It's a, yeah, a mess. It, the game has been so intense for him that it's just fucking flipped open. His yeah. flip top has flipped open, exposing his bald head. And Vic, typical of him, pointing at someone else. Thanks, Gosden. All that yelling put me off. Fuck what? off, Gosden. He's supposed to be like, oh, everyone be quiet when I'm trying to concentrate. Yeah. Right? Vic, lad, if you're put off as easily as that, I reckon it's time you try the quieter game. Such as snakes and ladders. Yeah, again, there's the, Guthr- the Gosden tongue, the little, Gosden wit. A little bit of Yorkshire wit. Yeah. There. Yeah. He doesn't just tell him to get fucked like you should do. He just uh, puts him down with his whip. Hey, Vic, fuck off, you cunt. Some yeah. people would have just gone for that, but he's he's very clever with his words. Yeah. Hey, Vic, down that tunnel, me and you, I'm going to fucking flatten you. <laughs> he would as well. But, but of I course bet he Gos- would. I bet Gustin's fucking rock hard. Yeah, in every sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just me cock that's like steel, <laughs> hey? You know what I'm talking not about. Not just me cock that's rock hard. You'll find out in the <laughs> car park later on. <laughs> Uh, you'll find out in the showers. Um, Roy hastily intervened. Leave off it, Vic. And that goes for the rest of you. We're the first side to hold Carford to a draw on their own ground since last November. Which was, what, two matches ago? We ought to be feeling pleased with ourselves. And uh, then we go outside the visitor's dressing room. Hey, look, waiting outside the door. It's Grandad's kids. Mm-hmm. And there's four kids there. All four Obviously, the fifth one's off playing football somewhere. Yeah. Um, good for them, thinks Roy. Good for them. Perhaps the Gosden clan will help to brighten up the atmosphere. Uh, lucky for him, he doesn't look like he's got any fucking broken ones <laughs> like me. Lucky Tom. <laughs> what I'd do for four fucking normal kids like that. I wonder if he'd be interested in selling one of them or doing a swap deal. Mm. I'll ask him later when we've all calmed down a bit. I'll ask him later after he's beaten seven shades of shit out of Vic Guthrie. <laughs> when that, he's on a high, that, when the adrenaline's yeah. running. Once he's fucking buzzing off that, I'll hit him with it. I'll try hey, and buy his kid. I've got a kid swap proposal for you. <laughs> Here's the deal, right? <laughs> you swap my kid for one of yours. You could choose. I'm not fussed. My one. If you've got one that's not your favourite, give me that one, right? I'll, I'll be honest with you, my one. He's not dangerous, 
He's not dangerous. I mean, I don't think he'd hurt you, but he is... There's something wrong with him, badly. He, he's, he's a time and energy vampire, that's what he is. He's fucking hard work. But if you want to take him on... I mean, your missus has clearly raised five kids already. You've got she knows how to do it. So has she, you know... Uh, you can have an extra grand a week in your pay packet and I'll add another year on your contract. Penny tries her best, but she's not the cleverest, to be honest. So, she, you know, it's the blind leading the blind in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Gosden's got his hair sorted out a little bit. And uh, here we are, he's, he's talking to his kids. Did you enjoy the game, our Ernie? Ernie? He's called his fucking Brilliant. kid Ernie. Yeah. And Ernie says, it wasn't bad, Dad, you played all right. And then, uh, is that a girl? Don't know. And so did Mr. Race. And that goalkeeper. goalkeeper. Oh, oh, fucking hell, they've got opinions. This is the last thing you need. Gobshite kid. Oh, it yeah. gets worse next frame. But some of the others were rubbish. Especially that Vic Guthrie. What? Gu- <laughs> Guthrie's livid. What did she say? And then Roy does a proper Hell's Bells. Yeah. Oh, stone me. That's all I need. Vic Guthrie causing a rumpus again. Hey, what have I told you about rumpuses? <laughs> What's it say on that bit of paper on the wall? Is that ru- hang, hang on. Is it rumpus or rumpi? What's the uh, plural? No, rumpuses <laughs> or rumpi. However you choose. I, I believe it's, uh, you know, you can do it both ways. Yeah, either are applicable. Never yeah. mind. The problem, don't do the, it. The point is, I don't want anyone making a rumpus. And you, Vic Guthrie, I can see it in your eyes. You're about to make one. <laughs> yeah. The kids put the cat among the pigeons there. And that's the end of that one. And it says, uh, next week, Roy orders a special training session. Mm-hmm. Let me bring his kid along. Um, Mark's at 10 for that one. I'm going to give that... Pretty dramatic, wasn't it? An 8. I'm going to give it a 9 because okay. I love the way the game ended with the game, with it almost being put to bed by Blackie Gray, yeah. then going straight up the other end being a goal and then all the fucking arguing the, rumpus. the pushing and shoving and, and the drama afterwards the whole... it's high drama episode yeah any episode that's got Vic Guthrie kicking off in it yeah, is uh, good. good and we're going to carry straight on with the next one and there'll be more of that uh, here we go and it says Roy's reply to all the insults shocked everyone oh Jesus it's going to get a bit X-rated is it mm. hey everyone shut the fuck up <laughs> every single fucking one of you <laughs> I'm going to my office I am fucking sick of this <laughs> I, I tell you I'm at my fucking limits here right I never thought I'd get to my limits but I'm at them <laughs> That fat bastard upstairs who's the general manager, I can't remember his fucking name. I'll get him back down, he can run things. Fine. I'm fucking off to Creek for ten days. He's welcome to it. Have ben it. Galloway, that's him. And then you'll fucking see, eh? The grass isn't always fucking greener. Wait till I'm in fucking Cyprus or Creek. Ben Galloway can come down and sort things out. And I tell you what, fuck, I'll fucking see you in Division 2 next season. Because <laughs> I'm fucking done. It says, Melchester Rovers were fighting to get out of the relegation zone and Roy had shocked his fans by signing ageing midfield in that granddad Gosden and putting in 17-year-old Walter Williams in goal. They just copied what they put on the front of the one the week before. Exactly, word for word. Yeah, lazy. Piss poor. Yeah, hashtag lazy journalism. Perhaps there was a strike. There were a lot of them then. Uh, the newcomers played well against league leaders Carford City. Uh, it fucking says that on the last one as then. Uh, but... Hope to force a 2-2 draw, but Gosden's children took a dim view of some of the other players. Why's 
Gosden's children allowed in the changing room? Just arranged for it, special after, treat. It was his after debut. His, his debut. I'll bring the kids in. Hope no one minds. They might walk in and see someone like Duncan Mackay walking around stark bollock, bollock naked. naked. Yeah. Anything could go on in a change. He's seen how hairy Duncan Mackay is on his head. I know. Can you imagine the state of his they fucking balls? In and they walk in, and to their shock, their father is proudly demonstrating his ability to achieve rock hard erection yeah. to some of the younger lads. And they walk in and go, Dad, that one. What are you doing, Dad? He's having a hard-off with Vic Guffrey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dad. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Kids, you aren't supposed to see this, are Ernie. Now wait outside like I told you. This is why you stopped getting England caps, Dad, isn't it? <laughs> and that time you climbed onto two bump beds and shat in a cop. <laughs> that never happened. It's a myth. It's an urban myth. <laughs> Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. So here we've got uh, Vic Guthrie kicking off. Uh, Didn't you hear that, Gosden? That kid of yours just insulted me. She said I was useless. And then Duncan Mackay says, And me? What are you going to do about it, Nat? I don't think we saw it insulting Duncan at all but fair enough if, they, if he wants to get involved the fucking truth hurts mate mm. you know what I mean and uh, Gosden says nothing I've always encouraged our Emma to speak her mind oh fucking hell this this in club the, is in disarray if, if Big Brother had been in existence in those days she would have been the sort to go on that because that became one of the traits that were most yeah. respected. I speak my mind. I say, if I, listen, I say that means, is. I say, I, if I've got something to say, I say it to your face. I don't talk to about people behind their back. Yeah. I'll come say it to your face. Yeah, end of. That's just who I'm, I'm just honest. That's the that's sort of person I am. That's the way I was raised. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, well maybe you should be less fucking honest. Yeah, just deal with it. Maybe honesty, right, and saying things to people's faces is a grossly overrated trait. Maybe speaking your mind is not such an admirable thing to do. There's a lot to, to be said for empathy yeah. and tact and yeah. restraint. Dipl- diplomacy. Diplomacy, exactly. Yeah. Keep it to yourself sometimes, right? Fuck it. Fucking hell. marching in here to a professional footballer's changing room and loudly announcing that you think Vic Guthrie is shit is not going to go down well, is it? And Gosden's just enabled her. Yeah. Hey, that's how I've raised her. Well, you shouldn't have done. Prick. Right. Anyway, uh, and then as Vic Guthrie says, 
Yeah, but Gosden says, I've always encouraged our Emma to speak her mind. Vic Guthrie immediately drops down to that level. Well, it must be full of rubbish. She shouldn't be in here anyway. And Duncan Mackay's whining as well. Hey, what you reckon, Roy? Roy's got his hand on his head. He's scratching his head literally. Oh. Uh, okay, now. And then, this is what surprises everyone. I reckon young Emma knows her football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you make of that, <laughs> What? <laughs> you mean... You agree with her, Roy, says Duncan. It's George Galloway. <laughs> Are you, do you mean to say that you agree with the uninformed opinions the ra- and dietary ramblings the ramblings child. of a mere infant who has never kicked a ball in anger in her whole life? Then it cuts to my favourite, which is when they just do one cell of the cartoon, which yeah. is a close-up of Roy as if he's looking down the camera Making at the reader. Making an important mini-speech. To a certain extent, some of us are out of form. <laughs> so they've just gone, I reckon she knows her football, then he's backtracked, they've gone, you mean you agree with her? Oh, to a certain extent, well, yeah, certain, you know. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> uh, some of us are out of form. Even the players of mighty Melchester have to go through a bad patch from time to time. But I'm sure we'll fight our way out of it. Roy, that is a cop-out. Yeah. That is a He's fucking cop-out. mouthed trying to that please when, everyone. If your team is underperforming and fucking they come to you and go, what do you want us to do? And you go, oh, well, you know, we could probably all up our efforts a bit, but don't worry, I'm sure it'll all come out in the wash. It's the end of January and he said, I'm sure we'll fight our way out of this. Yeah. I admit, I'd be like coming up with a strategy The time now. for that is fucking yeah, gone, you're mate. up to your fucking neck in it here. And then one of the other kids, is this Ernie? It might be know, Ernie. Yeah, 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 it's, it's fucking Ernie. Ernie. You're another gobshite. Look at his neat haircut with the side part and all that. Looks like yeah. a young conservative. Yeah, Ernie's, Ernie's a bit more uh, restrained. He says, of course you will. After all, you took a point from the league leaders, which isn't so bad for a team... No, no. Which isn't so bad for a team that's playing like a bunch of novices. They're still looking at him like... Who the fuck is this trumped-up little cunt coming in here and saying that shit? But Roy, who's just gone mad, is fucking loving it. He's laughing. Because I think he's thinking, it, um, these kids are saying what I want to say, but I yeah. don't have the bottle. Yeah. Go, that, that, that's just what I was going to say, young Ernie. Fucking hell. Look, look at the faces on They're gawping. They can't believe what's happening. Fucking hell. Apart from Nat Gosden and his clan, as they put in inverted commas, bit weird. Yeah. Uh, no one else could think of anything to say. So Ernie goes, seeing the supporters club, Dad, we're going to play on the Space Invaders machine. Er- Ernie's Frank Lampard, Ernie Frank yeah. Lampard Jr. Right, Ernie, uh, you watch your brother and sisters and don't get into any trouble. I'm sure we won't. TTFN, dickheads. <laughs> I've given you your fucking team talk. <laughs> Should have brought you dinner. Yeah. Gaffer, <laughs> I've got to be straight with you. Those children were cunts <laughs> and should never, ever be allowed into the inner sanctum of the players' changing room again. Wait, Mr. Gosden, I respect you as a footballer after what you did for that team today. Without you, we would have lost that match. But as a man and as a parent, I have nothing but contempt for you. You, sir... Are a cunt. You and your brethren, your offspring, are cunts. And having not met your wife, I can only assume that she is one too. <laughs> oh, no. Good day. I'll be in the shower if anyone needs me. <laughs> As the children vanished, a cry from Jimmy Slade broke the disbelieving hush. 
Hey, look! Because they've got a telly in the dressing room. Uh, hey, look! The results of the other games are coming through. Kelburn won again, says Blackie Grit. Kelburn won again. <laughs> so did Stanford. The two teams immediately above us. So, we haven't gained a thing. Melchester are still third from bottom. Fucking hell, we need a bother. Fuck it, duck. <laughs> so you've got Burndean, Rutherton, Port Dean have drawn 2-2 with Red Stoke, Middleborough 1, Kingsbeer 2, Calburn 2, Northfield 1. Who's your favourite team in this universe other than Melchester? I mean, Melchester probably aren't because... I'm going to say Walford, but that's because of something that happened later on in the 1980s. Yeah. What was it? Wolford oh, wow. Rovers, I think. Wolford Rovers. So this foreshadowed EastEnders years before EastEnders yeah. was launched. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. They probably just nicked it from Rover Rovers. Yeah. I'm going to say... from a town name. Port Dean, I think, Walker. were the ones with quite punchy fans. Oh, they were, they, yeah. I'm not yeah. sure about them. I think Kelburn sounds nice. Nice place to holiday. Mm. So here we go. The Rovers were in sombre mood on the journey back to Melchester. They're on the bus. Obviously, Gosden's fucking kids are on there as well. Uh, and Roy's sitting there in his sheepskin coat. He says, uh, your kids should be on my staff, Nat. They've certainly given the lads something to think about. I cannot believe that those kids are now on the coach. <laughs> Why? Drinking fizzy drinks. They are drinking fizzy pop out of our players' bath. <laughs> <laughs> Having dragged us across the hot coals in the dressing room with a completely unwarranted and unsolicited, might I say, critique of our performance today. Um, so Roy says, your kids should be on my staff, Nat, and Nat says, aye, but you've got a problem that won't go away just by thinking about it, Roy. All right, fucking hell. That's, that's a bit fucking deep. Fuck me, I'm, I'm just being... I'm making fucking small talk, to be honest. Jesus I don't need Christ. you sticking your fucking oar in You want well. my fucking job, do you? Is that what you've come for, you cunt? <laughs> Stab me in the back then, sit in my hot seat. He's right, thinks Roy. The only mm. way is to get out of this slump is to tackle it head on. We've got to keep playing and training until we found our touch again. It's not that simple, Roy. It's not mm. that simple. By the time... I mean, they're driving through a, a blizzard on a snow-covered road. Um, by the time the coach arrived back at Melchester Stadium, Roy had made up his mind. And uh, one of them says, A special training session tomorrow? Duncan Mackay says, My wife will go potty. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get Mackay under the thumb. Yeah, get a mm. fucking grip, mate. Who's put the fucking bacon on the table, She's Mackay? enjoying the fucking proceeds, isn't yeah. she? You've been away all day today. Yeah. What's she been up to? Fucking hell, the mind boggles, up, mate. Up the boutique. Yeah. Cocktail bar. God fucking knows ma- where. manicure. And jobs in a back lane. <laughs> that's, yeah. he goes, that's right. At the trading ground. 10.30 sharp. If I can get enough apprentices together, we're going to have a full-scale practice match. <laughs> fucking hell. In the fucking snow. Uh, Roy gets home, the kids are hugging him. He looks like he's trying to push them away. Yeah, uh, get, get fucking off. hell, fucking man. Fucking hell, I've, I've just got in the front door. I've had enough fucking aggravation today. They had a boy once fucking biting that. Stop biting! He's trying, he's trying to feed off me. Are you he's fucking, trying to suckle on me again. What are you doing? Don't fucking... That daddy's Tommy. I've got a sheepskin coat on. You can't suckle on sheepskin. Fucking hell, Penny. No, I'm going to leave a stain. Look at it. Uh, just you go get back in your cage. <laughs> Why are they still up? It's half eleven. <laughs> um, I purposefully <laughs> drove slow back. 
from the ground to make sure that they were in bed when I got in. <laughs> and Roy's, Roy's wife Penny wasn't very keen on the idea either. But my mother's coming over tomorrow, Roy. Sunday is the only time you get to spend you get to sp- spend with the twins. Yeah, what do you think I fucking planned it for? <laughs> I know, Penny, and I'm sorry, but with the Rovers in danger of relegation, we've got to make sacrifices. And my sacrifice is fucking off out of it tomorrow, while your mother and the kids are here. Fucking get down the training ground, do a fucking nice gentle 11 aside against the kids, then me and fucking Blackie... Off to the feathers for a Sunday dinner. Off to the feathers for the full fucking carvery in a couple of jars by lunchtime. Fucking dreamland. <laughs> no, Penny's not having it. Not when it means putting the club before your own family, Roy. Just don't expect me to be here when you come back. I mean, that's going to that's gonna reverberate through all kids that have, you know, grown up in broken families. It's awful. Something like that. That's poor, but that's I brutal. think she's being unreasonable in this I, case. I, I do as well, yeah. Totally. I mean... I get the summer off, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and he's been he's been out. He's lost a game. He's had a long journey home from an away game in the snow. He, she knows how stressed things are at work. He comes and goes, I'm sorry, I've got a train tomorrow. And she immediately jumps to, not just like, that's a bit annoying, which would be fair enough. She goes, I'm literally going to fucking... I'm going to leave you. If you go training tomorrow, I'm going to leave you and take the kids. Yeah. Fuck you now. Well, there you are. Uh, that's what happens when you shack up with a high-maintenance woman. Yeah. Mind um, you... You can't blame him because she's got the looks, isn't she? She has, yeah. It's a dichotomy, isn't it? Mm. The following morning, Roy's driving off in the snow there. Penny's there. Her mother's turned up and he's driving off and he's a poor old Penny. But she'll get over it. She knows how much I need her help and encouragement. You might be in for a shock, mate. I pulls up at the training ground and I've got... He, he starts thinking the sentence as he pulls away from his house and he finishes thinking the sentence as he pulls up at the Melchester training ground. Fucking Unless hell. it's just across the road from he his house. He might just live next door. Yeah, build the house there. Goes, he still goes in the Lambo. <laughs> yeah. What would be really convenient, right, is if you could build the house right next to the training across ground. Across the road. But I'm still going to fucking drive in. Uh, and I've got to be firm. I've got to show them all who's boss. Or I might as well hand the job to someone else, like fucking Gosden and his kids. <laughs> but... He gets onto the, the pitch, and it is, it's covered in snow. How are they going to have a, a full 11-a-side training game on a snow-covered pitch? It's idiotic. He should be sacked. There's no one here except Nat Gosden and his kids. He's flaming his out fucking... these kids. What's he done bringing his Does kids go, to training? He's got to make some childcare arrangements. Jesus Christ, what's the wife doing? Exactly. We know he's got a wife. We know he's not a widower because we've seen her. What the fuck? First, they're in the changing room. Then they're on the coach. Now, the next day, they're at the training pitch. She's like, mate, get some childcare. <sighs> yeah, if you need a fucking old bear or nanny, I've got a few numbers. Most of ours left because of fucking mad fucking accusations they made in my direction, which made no fucking sense at all and were lies. <laughs> but you know, if you if you want them, they're all fucking minimum nine out of ten. <laughs> some are from Sweden, some are from the Far East, but they'll look after your kids, all right, and they'll look after you as well if you know. You know what, what I mean? mean yeah. Uh, don't put it in the contract though. Um, but there's no one here except Nat Gosden and his kids. He says, it looks as if the players have defied me too. And that's the end of that one. And it says at the bottom next week, in speech marks, I might as well resign. (laughs) He's just said that anyway in the frame before, so that's not sure. Well, I'm going to say it again. I might as well fucking resign. So there we are. We'll leave it there. Um, Things are going great. Things are going massively tits up, but... 
I'll give that. An, I'll give that an eight. Um, it's brewing up to the next sort. I'm going to give that a nine. It's yeah. got a lot. I love the off the field stuff, and there's a lot of it going on there. Yeah, the, the little tip he has with Penny is good, but yeah. it gets better. So stay tuned next time for our Royder Rovers Odyssey. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye bye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.